Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Diana. We were really excited to go chapter by chapter and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the original book series, but that's over now, so we are discussing today scenes 48 through 58 of Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. We have some announcements and reminders. This is an interactive podcast, and we want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Um, love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra gallons just lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create. You can check out our new Patronus perks or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. We also have Black Girls Create merch. Head over to our website and step your nerd fashion and stationary game up. Um, if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Also subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Go to blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard, Wizard Team, Team News. Also, I was like focused. I'm like, I'm gonna get this right. Get it together. One word at a time. <laughs> um, it is Black Wizard History Month. Um, this is the last week, which is like so sad. sad. Um, but join us for this last week to celebrate Black Witches, Wizards, and Potterheads using the hashtag Black Wizard History. Um, this Friday, February 28th, we will be live tweeting Ju- uh, the first three episodes, I believe, of Juju the Web Series at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Um, so that'll be super cool because... I've heard nothing but good things about the web series. Um, and we featured the director. We did. A wi- it's been, now it's been a minute. Um, a while ago, I think it was like, like three November. Three months ago. Okay, three months. That's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we'll be doing that. Um, I think she's actually going to join us. The director of Juju is going to join us to live tweet and it'll be Moon Ferguson. super fun. Yes, Moon Ferguson. Um, it'll be super awesome. I'm excited. Yes. And then that'll be our last like big thing before we go back to just regular content which you know doesn't stop yeah um, i mean the content's still great it's just you know we're all it's a little bit less yes not less. much because y'all keep sending me stuff which like keep <laughs> keep keep it coming keep doing that yeah um but it won't be quite as uh a deluge man on both the sides. dam is going back on the content yeah. so it's gonna be a nice steady trickle and not a deluge not a, not a flood, not a flood. <laughs> Um, we want to remind you that we will be shutting down our Wizard Team Facebook group in March, so we have like a couple more days until that happens. We encourage you to continue to be a part of our community by joining us on Slack or on Twitter, where we will continue to have a presence. Uh, thank you all for engaging in fun and meaningful conversations and supporting Wizard Team and Black Girls Create, and we hope that you continue to be a part of our community um, on our other platforms. Yep. Um, magical birthday. Sunday, uh, March 1st is Ron's birthday. Hey. Turn up. Uh, I'm going to do it now. I, I want to gonna... like, I want to like go back to like the f- first Ron's birthday. Oh yeah. And like how, and, like, we, how like, like, we were like, like it's Ron's birthday, Ron. y'all. Oh, we out I, here And trio. I'm pretty sure we forgot his birthday one time. <laughs> <laughs> like if I remember correctly, I think we forgot it once. Oh um, man. How um, the mighty fall. I was going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. I don't know why. I, I think I just messed. I couldn't think of it. But anyway, Monday is my baby brother's birthday. <gasps> and he's going to be one years old. That's a lie. And it's the, I'm so excited. 
that is a lie. I don't know why you're so lying to the people. Happy birthday to the BB. It's been the a year. hatchling hatched a year ago. A year. That is lies. It's just the cutest. I'm stuck. I'm like. Yeah. No, he's literally about to trying to go back. Old. Search my memory. Like, are we, are we sure? We are sure. We are sure. We are absolutely we are sure. Absolutely he's, sure. He's born a month before me, yeah. in like minus a day. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole like birthday, we were like like trying to figure out. Yeah. When's he coming? When's he coming? When's he coming? He's here, y'all. And he's about to be one. <laughs> and he's little, so darn cute. Just the little faces. And little butter bean. Butter and butter ball. And ugh, he had on an Adidas onesie. Oh, my ugh. God. Can't. Anyway. Stunning on him. That's my dog. He's he great. Said, you you babies got nothing on me. <laughs> um, so that's wild. So shout out to him. Um, previously on Wizard Team, um, Newt finally like took uh, Jacob into his TARDIS and it introduced him to all his friends and his magical creatures, um, who were all cute. Newt though is still like he's an asshole and is rude, but um. <laughs> Queenie is Queenie is flirting with Jacob. Jacob's feeling it. Uh, Tina and Newt are still like awkwardly not looking at each other or something. They're like pining, but like not, and it's weird. Um, And that it. Um, They went into Jacob and Newt went into Newt's suitcase and did a kind of a catalog. Yeah. Um and are now off to go find the missing creatures. Oh yes. Yes. That's where we left off. So yeah, cool. Um before we get in to the stuff, um he let's have a word a break for our sponsors. Um, all right, cool. So this is, so this is like the problem, right? Cause we immediately go into like things that don't matter, don't matter. And nobody, and we don't care. And it's like a big tonal shift and story shift and pacing shift and all these shifts from what we were just discussing. Um, so that's annoying, but now we're back at second, second Salem church um credence credence walks home honestly to be honest i'm sorry oh, i just thought about this so they're gonna go out so they're in they're at the bank um when we first meet newt and then newt walks by the second failures and we see credence mm-hmm. and then they're lose the the beast and jacob and newt decide that they're gonna go to central park why can't we just see Credence, like, walking along? Like, why can't it just be one of those things where he's just kind of a person that you kind of notice, yeah, but like you don't really each other know, kind of thing. until he becomes a part of the story? Yeah. These big shifts, these big new Salem or things, because, especially because, spoiler alert, in the next book, we don't hear crap about a new Salemer. No. We have to build up all of this mythos and all these things, like, things all these extra characters... Later. They just do and it again. really, all we want to get to is like we need to, we know that credence is important, right? Yeah. Good lord, yeah. Get an way. editor. Five G's. <laughs> Good God, girl, get a grip. <laughs> Latrice done told y'all. Oh my gosh. So credence walks home. Um, his meeting. He looks happier than before. His meeting with Graves comforted him, which yikes. Ugh, yikes. Um, he shuts the double doors quietly. Chastity is in the kitchen drying crockery. Mary Lou sits in the semi darkness. Um, and he, she's like, where have you been? It's like the, 
Oh, another Powerpuff Girls Where reference. Where have you been? been? Yeah, but, but now I have another Powerpuff Girls reference back when, like, Sedusa had, like, wormed her way into Sedusa. She had wormed her way into Professor Utonium's heart. Who? And then... Utonium? You, you, you Utonium. Utonium. Yes. He's the girl's father. And, like, they snuck out to do hero business, and then she was, like, sitting in the corner and was like, where have you been? And she turns on the lamp, and she's like, well... Um, anyway, that's what it reminds me of. Um, Credence is like, I was looking for a place for tomorrow's meeting. Um, and then says, I'm sorry, Ma, I didn't realize it was so late. As if on autopilot, Credence removes his belt. Mary Lou stands and extends her hand, taking the belt. And in silence, they she turns and walks up the stairs, Credence obediently following. Awesome. You know what I love? Just a child little, abuse. Just a little of child abuse with my... Uh, just a little bit. Ma- magical stories. Sprinkle. Just a splish splash. Um, Modesty moves to the bottom of the stairs, watching them go, a look of fear and upset on her face. So, confession time. I don't remember Modesty a little bit. I've been trying to, like, because I remember Chastity, because Chastity is the little girl, that, right? Oh. It's Chastity. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she said that. I was like. Actually, no, I don't did know. I, they put- One of them is the little girl. And I didn't remember there being an older girl who yeah. was like looking after. So maybe she got cut, but I don't think so. And I just don't remember at all. I thought it was only two of them. Mm-hmm. And now I now just said we, that I don't know which one's modesty and which one's chastity. No, but when you said I was like I was like modesty was a little girl. <laughs> and then you're like chastity was, and I was like I actually you're right. I we're both thinking of the same girl. I don't know which one. It was. I don't know which one it was either. But I don't but remember I don't think a third I ever girl. Said I don't remember. I, mean, I don't remember a second girl. I don't so remember you, a second yeah. girl, and I don't remember them actually saying either of their names. Yeah. Oh well. Um. Anyway, so she's sad for credence. Scene forty nine, Central Park. Um. A light becomes visible. So there's kids playing on the ice. On the ice, a light becomes visible underneath it. A deep rumbling sound echoes, and a glowing beast glides under the ice beneath them and off the distance. So R.I.P. to the Statue of Secrecy. Right. That's done. But also, it's how do you get under a frozen lake? Under, like what is? Under Especially a frozen lake. Especially if you're lake. like you swimming and you. How did he get out of the suitcase? If he a swimmer is swimming, because he had to go up the stairs. I mean, maybe he's like a turtle. You know, turtles, they can do both. But it, can turtles climb called. upstairs? Yeah. Oh. Turtles, despite pop culture, be moving. I mean, sure. My friend's turtle escaped, like, like, numerous no, times. No, sure, but they were, like, wooden, like, rick- I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Scene 50. It take them a minute. Yeah. But they can get there. Scene 50, we're in the Diamond District. Um, Nukub. Nukub. <laughs> Nukub. Is uh, on the street on the way to Central Park. Um, Newt is talking to Jacob about dinner and is like, People like you, don't they, Mr. Kowalski? Um, and he's like, I annoy people. And I can't imagine why we would annoy people, Newt, because, like, I don't know, maybe your beast just be biting them and you'd be like, Oop, Newt, my let's bad. have some pie. I gotta go find my niffler. Um, <laughs> so then. I'm down again. Uh, yep, and you are. <laughs> Just, you are down. So uh, Newt asks Jacob why he decided to be a baker, and Jacob explains that um, he, like, hates working at the canning factory. Ooh, tell him. Um, hate your job. I and, get it. And he's like, but I like making pastries because it makes people happy. Um, and then they kind of talk about the loan and how he didn't get the loan. They talk about fighting in the war, and Newt says that he worked with dragons in the um, on the eastern front, Ukrainian iron bellies. Which would be interesting, like, talking about, like, the wizards in the First World War. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, I don't want to see it, but like as a concept, in we're theory, going to see it. No, first World War, not. And I'm about to we're going to see them in World War Two. I know, and I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I I don't care in practice, just because like I'm tired of like let's just have some fun. Like, mm-hmm. fun. um. So Newt, so Newt suddenly stops. He notices a small shiny earring lying on top of a car bonnet. Um, his eyes move downward. Diamonds are scattered across the pavement, leading to a particular diamond shop. The Nifflers. This lack. scene. We out here is the best. Yep. Love it. Also, Love see it. Portia asks, is Newt a, or watch Newt be a Sagittarius? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but she says, we're notoriously flaky, though we don't try to be. Makes for some annoyances. I mean. I don't think Portia's flaky. I, she got a lot going on. Yeah. All the time. At every moment. But, yeah, I mean. Which, I mean, now I'm like thinking, like, well, Newt got creatures yeah, out. a whole lot going on. He breaking statues to see. He got a lot going on. <laughs> at all times. At all times. At every moment. At every moment. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, so then. So then Newt, uh, so the Niffler is standing in the shop window in order to hide. He's emulating a jewelry stand. His little <laughs> arms outstretched, covered in diamonds. Newt stares at the Niffler in disbelief. Sensing Newt's stare, the Niffler turns slowly. The two of them make eye contact. And this so- reminds me of um, Infinity War. Is it Infinity War? Yeah. When um, Bro from Guardians of the Galaxy is like, I'm invisible because I stand real still. Oh yeah, uh, Drax. <laughs> That's where it's like, he's like, you can't he see, won't me. see me. He won't see me. I look like a platypus holding diamonds. <laughs> he won't see me. If I don't move. Um, suddenly, suddenly, the Niffler is off, scurrying farther into the shop and away from Newt. Um, Newt pulls out his wand, says Fenestra, and the window glass shatters. And he steps inside, seizing the drawer. So there's like this whole thing where there, Newt looks like he's looting the diamond shop because he's searching for the Niffler. The Niffler is like, Balancing on a crystal chandelier, then the chandelier crashes to the floor. Just all this property damage. And then a, a catch opens on Newt's suitcase, and a roar comes from within. And I'm like, get that shit fixed. Fix now's not the time. Um, they continue their chase onto a jewelry case that can't take their weight. The case topples um, against one of the shop windows that isn't shattered, and then it becomes very still. And then that one shatters, and then Newt and the Niffler crash to the, uh, crash to the ground. The Niffler is off again. Newt quickly grabs, gathers himself, draws his wand, and says, Accio. So, so a couple things. No, that first kill of the all. Niffler? Yeah, first of all, no. Because you can't do that to, to living things. No. You're moving faster than the speed of light. He ain't got no protection. All of a sudden, his fur gone, flesh gone, muscles gone. It's just bones. And then even if you, so then, and then, like, suspending that disbelief, even though she's already said, it's already said specifically that you can't yeah. accio living things. Pretend that doesn't exist. If that was a thing you could do from the beginning, why didn't you just, this why haven't it. you just been, like, accio Dougal, accio the damn rhino, accio, <laughs> like, just accio. You don't care about the Statue of Secrecy, clearly, because you've just been whipping your wand out. So, like, right? do it. Um... And then let's be done. And then that's the end of the story. Like, I just... 20 minute movie. Right. Um, and that's the problem is because she's... It's like all this stuff that she uses to solve things that really, like, poke holes in the entire thing. And the thing that most people tell you when writing about magic is, like, magic should always cause more problems than it solves. Mm-hmm. Or every... Uh, two things. They cause more problems than it solves. Or every time... Every use of magic has a consequence that you have to deal with. And you can't deal right. with it with more magic. <laughs> the reason why... Harry Potter 
not why it works so well, but one of the contributing factors to why it was such a good story is because she set rules. Like, her magic system had rules. And the reason why this is annoying is because she's systematically just dismantling all of the rules she set. In order to, like, make the plot work. doesn't work any, like, the way that it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. And and not just to make the plot work, but because she's lazy. Right. This is lazy writing. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to have to, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the seed in her brain to, like, introduce scabbers and make all of these things in which, like, clearly, like, drop all of these seeds, clearly show that Scabbers was Peter all along, that she, she plotted that out and she knew about it. Like, that takes work. Yeah. And she don't want to do it. Yeah. Nah, she just, she's just trying to get her paper. She's just trying to get her paper. Which, like, you know, it, as the Niffler, you know, shows, money. you know. What? We say that, we're like, as we read these books. It's like, stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. We played ourselves. We did, indeed. Um, so, also, we, sorry, I have to say this, because n- the Niffler has, even if you could Accio living things, the mm-hmm. Niffler has, like, diamonds and necklaces around his his neck, neck and, and his pouch is full of stuff. You fucking up that, that poor, poor baby's insides. Poor baby. Strangling him. Um, so... What you need to do is just get some treats. Like, listen... Luna? Yeah. Why doesn't he I, have shiny things already? Like, why if I dangle the right, like, some some chicken? Yeah. I mean, like, why doesn't the, the Niffler have, like, you should treats. keep, like, a glittering watch on him or something. Right. Or, like, you know, like, oh, this is his favorite this thing. Right. I'm going to draw him out with that. There's this thing that he's been trying to get from me. Yeah, for hella long, and I haven't let him have it. And you're like, hey. And the Niffler's like, oh. My baby... Has run her, it's so easy her dumb me. ass like, out in traffic thinking we playing I mean, fetch like and my, keep away. Like my brother, literally, I like, give that boy a, pla- a paper bag. <laughs> and he is good. Okay? Like literally all you have to do is like, you just, he just has to see you while you're like, hey, come on. He says to see where you're going. And he's like, oh, bet. We out here. I'm crawling. I'm I'm after. I'm coming. <laughs> like you don't have to do much. You like, don't. You, have, you just have to know what is, like what the thing is. Um... Anyway, so New casts a spell toward the window, turning it into sticky jelly, which finally traps the Niffler. Um, and I'm just like, give him his diamond. Like, let him have something. Right. Um, you now the police sirens in the background. Newt says, one down, two to go. And I'm like, so only th- so two Nifflers or two creatures? Because I didn't saw, like, the rhino thing. Now there's a thing under the lake. There's, that's two. There's the demiguys. The demiguys. There's the, what's it called? The serpent thing. Um, in the, in the shop. She forgot. She forgot. Okay. Or he doesn't realize. How many are out, but I'm just out, like, but, he, but then if you walked around the thing, you should know which, are, which right. ones are gone. Okay, which makes them even more incompetent. Yeah, because that's four that I just counted, not so. Anyway. Oh, and the, and the billy wig. That's still, it's just been flying around. He's yeah. just been looking at it like, that's cold bloody. He's just been looking at it like, wow. Hate to see it. I think he just, maybe he just gave up. Yeah. He's like, the Billy Wig is, <laughs> that's, is that's, that's Ta- gone. charged to the game. Yeah. he's gone. Um, so, New once again sets about shaking all the diamonds from the Niffler's pocket. Police cars show up. Um, Jacob is also covered in jewels. Holds up his hand in, sur- in surrender and is like, they went that way, officer. Which, okay. Um... The Niffler stuffed into Newt's overcoat, pokes out his little nose and squeaks, and police officer, too, was like, what the hell is that? 
Um, and then Jacob suddenly looks to the left, his face one of terror, and he says, lion. A beat. And they all turn their eyes and their guns to a lion stalking towards them. Newt says, you know, New York is considerably, considerably more interesting than I'd expected. Because you fucked it it's up. It's you, dude. <laughs> like, it's you. Um, shut up. And so then before the police can look back, Newt grabs Jacob. They disapparate. Just all out in the open, all willy-nilly. Even more muggles that need to be, um... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you can make the case they're all distracted by the lion so they didn't see them disapparate. They heard the pop, but they're like, someone tried to shoot the lion. Also, that's dangerous as hell. You... In America, right. you operate and it sounds like, you know when a car backfires and it sounds like gunshots? I'm sure operating, that's the same thing. Right, it's Plus the same a thing. bunch of it's so, trigger-happy so police. Loud. But they're gone, so I guess it doesn't matter because nobody else is on the street, but, um, apparently, but, which also doesn't make sense. That makes sense. On the street. I mean, you can get it's shot in your house. All of a sudden, you hear a but pop know, and then the trigger-happy gun. You know I what I'm trying to say? I understand. I do. I know exactly what you're trying to say. I'm, I'm very confused. Anyway, we're in Central Park. Be- wait, wait, wait. Bianca oh. said Joe wrote herself into the story. She is the Niffler, easily <laughs> distracted by shiny things. Yes. A point has been made. Indeed. Um, so we're in Central Park now, scene 51. Um, Newt and Jacob are hurrying through the frost-covered park. They cross the bridge, are almost bowled over by an ostrich, um, which tears past them, running for its life. Um, a loud rumble can be heard in the distance. Newt tugs protective headgear out of his pocket because, again, timer technology is bigger on the inside. Mm-hmm. And he's like, put this on and tells him he has to wear it. Or Jacob has to wear this it because his skull is susceptible, is susceptible to breakage under immense force. Jacob's like, you right, humans? fam. I, yeah, but he doesn't have a wand. So I think mm, he's okay. just like, you right. And he puts it on. Um, scene 52, they're at the Goldstein residence. Tina and Queenie lean out of their bedroom window, craning into the dark. Another bellowing roar reverberates through the winter night. Um, so where are they in New York? I don't know. Because are they hearing, are they by Central Park? And so are they hearing the thing in the zoo? Or are they somewhere else and it's a different beast? Because that... I feel like they were walk. They're on their way to Central Park. No, Tina and Queenie are still at their house. They're cra- oh, they're right. out of their bed. They're in their bedroom. But I think maybe they're near Central Park. I they, they would have, I always assume do like they the have to be west side, north, east side, west side. I'm about to, Shh. New York is about to come at come at me. Well, I just but. I'm just trying to figure out like they're in New York and everything is so small. Yeah. But and they never, like, but they also never like. I mean, I know Central Park is huge. Like, I get that part, but like, where exactly are they in relation yeah, to? Yeah, because they're by the Central Park Zoo, right? Which is like, specific. which is specific, and also like, when Newt asked, "How do we get to Central Park?" Jacob didn't say, "Oh, it's right up the street," mm-hmm. right? Like, he didn't give the. It was just like it's Central just Park. Away. You know what I mean? Um, because it was meant to be a comedic thing because Central Park is so like famous, but like in relation to where they are, he didn't really say. So then it's kind of. Strange. Anyway, 53, Tina and Queenie burst into the room where Jacob and Newt are meant to be asleep. Furious. Uh, they see that, you know, they're gone. Uh, Tina storms off to dress. Queenie looks upset. And she's like, but we made him Coco. And I'm like, goodbye. Girl. Shut up. Who cares? Um, 54, back to Central Park Zoo. Newt and Jacob are running up to the now half-empty zoo. Um, there's another bellowing roar echoing across the big building. Newt passes Jacob a breastplate. And then is like, now there's absolutely nothing for you to worry about. Because rule one, the doctor lies. Mm -hmm. Um, And then (laughs) Jacob is like, has anyone ever believed you when you tell him not to worry? And he says, my philosophy is that worrying means you suffer twice, which is another Mm doctorism. Moffat just was like, you know what, Joe, don't worry about it. I got you. I got you, fam. Um, 
but it's like Moffat specifically. Like I just, it's like kind of strange. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. a very, it's very Moffat. Anyway, um, Newt picks up his case. Jacob follows him, stumbling over rubble and debris. Um, there's a loud snort that comes from within the entrance to the zoo. Newt is like, she's in season. She needs to mate, which, yikes. Why did you bring her to New- Why did you bring her? Is it not I like just... a place that you have in England where you could keep your, like, in-season animals? You're like, come on, everyone. We're going to America. Yeah, no, he took all of his concert his entire conservation spot is in his suitcase, his suitcase. which feels inefficient and problematic and, and I mean, it is clearly it is obviously. Obviously. like it doesn't feel that way we see um so it's in a rumpet shout out to luna lovegood and xenophilia yeah um it's a large rotund rhino-like creature with a massive horn protruding from her forehead five times newt size she is nuzzling up against the enclosure of a terrified hippo um so again i had mentioned this in the last episode a lot of these are animal like which again begs the question like what makes them magical other than like i know her horn explodes or whatever i don't know if that's like if that's only when it's like detached from a rumpet or if it yeah. always is that way because if it's always that way that seems i think it like. always is that way or not like not that it, the whole thing explodes like that probably only happens when it's attached but she yeah. can like she can blast maybe shit. do it she on, got her blaster on her horn yes i could see that yeah. Um, and then Newt takes a tiny vial of liquid, puts a stopper uh, out with his teeth. He dabs a little on each wrist. Um, it's a rumpet musk. Um, so it's like to lure her. So mm-hmm. this is actually really great to like see. Like, yeah. W- reading it doesn't really do that much. Yeah. This um, is like a really funny, It's a really good, goofy, funny scene. Yeah. Like uh, Eddie Redmayne is like really like he Committed. commits to it, I guess is the word. Um, so he, so Newt, so Newt places the case down and he opens it slowly and seductively opens it, which K. Yeah. But really, Ow. I one of the things that I had an issue with reading this is that what about the other beasts in there? Like, there's been this whole thing about like it keeps unclasping, the beasts keep trying to come out. Earlier it unclasped and there was a roar. I assume from the Nundu or the or the Ood Tiger, um, and so. He opens, of, he it, why opens it. Why don't they just come out? out? You know, what I mean? even the Niffler, which I think maybe is the Niffler back in. I don't know, but it just—it's one of. It's like it's a, it's a hole. Yeah, because, and like I get what you're trying to do for this particular part of the thing, like because she has to get into the case, and there's really no other way. But it kind of defeats the purpose of all the other stuff that came before it because the whole thing is like we have to keep the thing closed. You have to make sure nobody gets out, and now he just has it open in the middle of the zoo. Yeah. Without having, like, secured people. Yeah. Another so. thing I hate, skipping ahead, though, is, like, if Jacob had trouble getting into the case, did, why, right. how did they how not did, have any trouble getting the, out? And how did the erupt just later just slide, in. slide through when it's five times the size of Yeah. Me. And, like, how did they not have trouble getting out? And how did it just, like, easily get back in? Yeah. So it's inconsistencies abound in this. Yeah, it's a it's a problem. Um, <clears throat> oh, Maggie said I thought it was a crumplehorn snorkack. <laughs> it was. It is same thing. You right, Maggie. <laughs> um, same thing, different name. Yep. Um, so then, so he beca- he performs the mating ritual, um, and finally the rumpet turns away from the hippo. Coast to goes to Newt. The rumpet's demeanor is like puppy like. Her horn is glowing orange. So yeah, maybe that's what. It was. Um, 
And again, I think this is like the scene is like the heart of what this story was supposed to be. Yeah. Like I think like when we were talking about the Thunderbird, like that was the plot, but this is like the heart of the story. Yeah. These are the um, moments that where you see like what she was trying to do or what we hope. What we what what I think we were expecting. Expecting. Yeah. And I think probably what she was expecting initially. Um but, but it yeah. got away from her. It got, yeah. Definitely did. <sighs> Absolutely. So new rolls along the floor, the rumpet copies. Um, Jacob, so as he's like trying to lure the rumpet back into the case, Jacob takes a sniff of the musk. As he does, a fish flies through the air, which like, what? Where's the fish coming from? And it jolts him spilling the musk. Where the fuck is the fish? Like, it could have been a bird. Are they by a lake? I can't remember where they're by, like a pond or something. I think they're by a pond or like a lake, but it still is just like too... A fish? It's like it's too just, convenient. Yeah. And it's one of those, it's again back to the like, the all of these unnecessary obstacles that don't read as Everything keeps truthful. happening to them. And I said that like a couple yeah. episodes ago. It keeps happening to them. They're not making any decisions for this to happen. Even the case opening and like the switch and whatever, like Newt didn't do that actively, which no. is fine. Like some things can just be like, oh shit. This is going this on. This just happened. It's going yeah. down, but it can't keep back to back. Like it's all very passive, and they keep reacting to the things that are happening as opposed to like actively making anything happen. It's literally Fast and Furious, but with magical creatures. Like, but not as cool because not Newt's as cool. Not get, like doing the Tarzan swing the with the damn <laughs> with the car or catching a car with his bare hands. Yeah, which is also a thing that happened in that trailer. <laughs> I'm still confused. Neither by. of us watch those movies. But no, that trailer was. Wild. Great. I get it now. I didn't get it before. I was Mm -hmm. like, y'all, I don't get it. It's like, why? And then I understand that that's the point, kind of. And I was like, oh. I get it. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, So Jacob spills all the rumpet mask on him. And so the wind changes. The rumpet is like, oh, shit. We got a man over here. A man. You're a cute little boy, but we got a man. I got a man. Okay. Capital M. And then, so now the rumpet is on her feet and staring at Jacob. The rumpet charges. Um, Jacob wails running. They're crashing through rubble and ice ponds before charging across the snow-covered park. Uh, Newt draws his wand, and I think it starts to say Reparo, but before yeah. he can finish, his wand is whipped out of his hand by a baboon. So again, like, why? And, like, it's, it's just all of the, like, also, things that are happening. It's like, what? First things first. Monkeys are not ever placed near rhinos. Right. The monkey well, enclosure... Uh, same yeah but the monkey enclosure is not near the hippos right and also like how did homegirl get here because like so, people should have been talking about the rumpet like the, yeah. there's this big ass rhino at the zoo i mean they could have mistaken her for a rhino but there should have sure. still been a bunch of like the, people like yo there was a escaped the rhino like yeah so now Newt has to get his... Oh, he said Merlin's beard. Mm-hmm. Shout out Finally. to Merlin. Merlin back. He made he a comeback. Back. Okay. Um, so Jacob is running from the rumpet. Newt is face-to-face with the baboon. And he's trying... He breaks off a twig and he's, like, trying to barter or whatever. Um, so, so the baboon shakes Newt's wand, which lets a bang... Which, like, lets off a bang, and then the baboon is thrown backwards. The wand flies back to Newt, which, like, I don't know that that this should be a This also, like, thing, confuses but... me about how wands work. Right, because I'm like, a baboon can just do magic? he's not magical. So, like, or is he a magical baboon? Right, like... and then, like, and then, again, Newt didn't do anything to get his wand back. 
it was like a thing is like oh oh got it you know what i mean like it was an accident um newt apologizes to the baboon which is cute and then um angle on jacob the rumpet is now on her feet charging towards the tree that jacob is on um basically like it's charging after jacob they're on the ice now the rump and then the case kind of slides in front of jacob at the last minute and the rumpet is swallowed by it which again like robin mentioned wouldn't you know would probably be much more difficult given how difficult it was for jacob to get in there but the rumpet is it's all good it's very cartoonish too it's mm-hmm. like the this is like the road runner or whatever like it's just as yeah yeah. I don't buy that any of this would happen this way. No. Um, so then, uh, as they're like kind of, you know, being like, whoo, close call, um, there's somebody is watching Newt um, as they slip and slide across the frozen lake um, as fast as they can. And Newt's like, two down, one to go. But again, Who, the count where? is the off. Count is like, off. I just, there are more than just three out. Um, Hold on Tina as she hides on the bridge above them, which she's always hiding. Like, girl, go. Just go, go up to them. You know who like, they are now. Um, and then he, they, the case is, so Newt uh, says, in you hot to Jacob, we see the case sitting alone below the bridge. So he just, instead of like, he just leaves it in the middle of Central Park and is like, okay, we're getting in now. Yeah. Tina quickly appears around the corner, sits on the case. She closes the catches, looking shocked but determined. And then that's... Then yeah. we move on. It just doesn't make sense. Also, why would they hop in the case? They got one more to find. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I guess maybe they have to go to make sure the rumpet is settled. Does it mess up the shed or whatever? Yeah. Like, still, though, like, stupid. Anyway... Announcer voiceover, ladies and gentlemen, we're scene 55. So they're now we're back to bullshit that doesn't matter at all. Also, is the zoo, was the zoo open? I thought this was the middle of the night. What is the voiceover? Where does that come from? It's because it's for the next scene. It's just a transition to the next scene. Okay. Yeah. I should have read. <laughs> um, so, City Hall, night. Uh, we're in City Hall. There's all these glamorously dressed people. A large poster of Senator Shaw with the slogan reading, America's Future. The announcement is like tonight's keynote um, needs no introduction from me. He's mentioned as future. Pre- he's been mentioned as a future president, which yikes is yikes. But also that's the phrasing of that is weird. But, you know, she's British. so She doesn't know. Um, and if you don't believe me, just read his daddy's papers, which OK. Um, there's indulgent letter for, laughter from the crowd. Shaw Sr. and Langdon are seated at the table, um, surrounded by the creme de la creme of New York society. Um, so then the announcer presents the Senator for New York, Henry Shaw, all this applause, Shaw bounds forward, acknowledging the cheers. Um, scene 56, dark street night, something is streaking through the streets too large and fast for a human strange labored breathing and snarling is it is inhuman beast like. And so beast like, so this is the thing that we saw from the beginning. Yeah, (laughs) this is, but the whole thing I, I quibble with an obscurus being a beast. Yeah, true. Like, I don't like, I just, it's not, it's not. Um, also, this is the first time we've seen this Obscurus since the beginning. Yes. So now they're like, oh, we gotta pull it back. Um, 57. Street near City Hall. Tina 
is hurrying along, clutching the case. So now we're, you know, everything is kind of trying to make it converge. Yeah. Streetlights start to go out around her. She stops feeling something pass in the darkness. Turns, staring, scared. 58, City Hall. Shaw is talking about progress and how, how it's no reward for idleness. Um, and he's basically, he's just having this whole, like, he's having this thing talking about prohibition so that and we remember Nazism. that we're in the 20s and Nazism and all that kind of stuff. And we're like, okay whatever there's a strange haunting noise coming from the organ pipes in the back of the room um the noise gets louder the senator seems anxious which makes it seem like he knew what was going on but yeah okay um suddenly something explodes forth from underneath the organ huge and bestial although invisible um tables fly people are thrown lights smash people scream as it carves in a line towards the stage Senator Shaw is thrown backward against his own poster, raised up high, suspended for a moment in midair before being brought down with a violent crash, dead. The beast, in quotes, rips at his poster um, before storming back out from where it came. So again, not really a beast, I don't think. Like, I just, yeah. Um, Sounds of anguish and panic from the crowd as Shaw Sr. fights to the debris towards his son, torn and bleeding body. Angle on Shaw's body... His face brutally scarred. Shaw Sr. looks devastated as he crouches beside his son. Angolan Langdon, now on his feet, slightly drunk, determined, perhaps triumphant, even though this is your brother Brother who just just died. died. Like, mauled. Um, And he shouts, witches. Shut up. Like, nigga, what? Like, what? (laughs) No. (laughs) Witches? Uh, what? <laughs> like what? In this, this is the time. Really? Oh. I mean, yeah, that was some wild shit that just went down. But like, now is the time to be like, I told you so. I also quibble it's with like, like the fuck the beast part of the obscurus, but also the even just the way that she describes the obscurus, but then has this particular obscurus acting. Um, spoiler alert: the obscurus is credence. Right. Um, he travels that far. To basically murder, murder for Senator Shaw for revenge, for calling, for calling him a freak. a freak. So he has thought process. Like, right. the Obscurus is not just, like, this uncontrollable magic. Like, that is very thought Which out. I think it's like, supposed to be, like... Why he's, like, more powerful Yeah, because they're not supposed kind of to be able it. to control it. The other thing, too, is, is, like, this is the last scene we see of the Shaws. Yeah. Maybe the end when they, with the rain, like, they come out yeah. and then they get obliviated even though their son still has, like, died in a tra- tragic death or whatever. Still got to deal with, like, the senator being murdered, but, um... But we don't see them We don't again. see them again. So it's just, like, it's one of those where, like, those scenes literally could have been, like, who yeah. cares? But I'm just going back to, like, where she makes these rules mm-hmm. and then she breaks them. Yep. And so, like, they're... There could be a way of saying that, like, Credence's Obscurus is different and, like, more sentient or something like that. But the way in which she does it, it's like, well, then the, also then the Spra's a murderer. Like, Mm -hmm. and so for some, for some petty stuff, too. It's so small. It's so small. It's like, I mean, it was trash, right? Right. Like, Like it's not like you, it's not like he's somebody who's constantly bullying you. It's not somebody you, you, like, really see or have to, like, mess with at any really point in time. Like, and you were like, nah, I'm going to murder this dude tonight in front of all, um, his, all his people. He's like, it's... Um, and maybe it's like he got a spanking from his mom, mom or something. Like, but, like, even still, it just makes it, it just, grosser. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. And so, I, yeah, I just feel like the 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 ways in which she's, like, setting this stuff up. And we don't know enough about the Obscurus to know that this is different. Right. 
Um, it's just all. Just it's, anyway. What M- MVP? I did the Niffler. Yeah, you know, chasing bags, chasing bags, taking names. You know what? I understand. Like he le- he goes off on his own. He likes to have his own adventures, and you can't really keep track of him. He does it. He's not where he says he's going to be. Mm-hmm. But he's contributing. Right. I mean, through theft and crime, <laughs> but you know, get at your the, money at the very least to our entertainment. Yeah. Um. So, Amani also MVPs the Niffler. Portia MVPs, um, all right, sorry, Bianca MVPs the Niffler for making Chase the Bag a lifestyle. And Portia MVPs the Niffler for, and, and agrees with exactly what Bianca was saying. Um, and Maggie MVPs the Niffler for where is his standalone movie? Which I'm like, yes. <laughs> That's what I want. I we had Detective to Pikachu. It. Why can't we get Detective Niffler? I'm here for it. Oh my gosh. Agent um, M. <laughs> benched Warner Brothers I wasn't really gonna do it but like I at this point at this point this particular time I was just like nah fuck it that was especially because we, it started off like this last episode or last episode a good chunk of it and then the beginning of this one like what you want was the what world. the story was meant to be and then all of a sudden it shifts to the senator getting murdered by something and I'm like this is stupid like it doesn't need they don't they aren't the same movie no um so not at all yeah um i have to our bench credence because i'm trying i mean also yes wb and joe but like i'm trying to stick to what's on the page yeah and um yeah once you think about the thought process behind that it's like shaw was trash right sure but but like i'm not crossing like you're doing a lot. The to city do. to murder him for calling me a freak publicly. Publicly, like, like that's just. I mean, I and injure however many other people. Mm-hmm. Because a day ago he called me a freak. I just feel like that is yeah, making a mountain out of a molehill to mm-hmm. say, you know, yeah. So, um, Amani benches himself for expecting new and exciting entries of magical beasts. Um, to continue instead of remixing a wizarding war. Bianca benches Joe for not caring enough to remember her own rules for magic. Portia benched whomever was the first person who was the first person who discovered the only way to capture capture in a rumpet was to personally attract. Oh no, them. <laughs> Portia. And now my brain is going to places I didn't need it to go. No. <sighs> and I'm scarred. So thank you for that, Portia. Maggie benches Joe for making us endure this. <laughs> she wrote no, but she wrote, she, the autocorrect autocorrect corrected Joe to no, which you know, same valid. Thing. Yeah, cool. Well, we thank you. It. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, next week we will discuss scenes fifty nine through sixty five of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. We're halfway through. Thank oh, the thank Lord. God. Yeah. So we'll. Well, no, not thank God. Not thank God, because uh, we got to go to Crabs and Grindelwald after this. Uh, I'm really, I'm still really hoping that it's it funny. is so bad that it's good. Because I remember watching it and being like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I kind of hope that the, that the script is enough figure out. that I can't be, like, offended. Oh my God. That I can just laugh about it. Is the script going to explain why that old black man was there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually excited now. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, maybe... Because like, I have questions. I'm lingering questions. Yeah, so I'm like, maybe it will, like, shed some light in a way that's, like, funny as opposed to, like, enraging. But whatever. We have... We still have, like... I say halfway through, but, like, we still have, like, seven weeks. So. Yeah. 
plenty of time. Um, so follow along. Let us know who you think is the real MVP and who's bench for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter at We Black and Nerds. Hashtag Wizard Team. Hashtag Black Wizard History for the last week. Pew, pew, pew. Um, and yeah, we will see you next week. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.